0: Hey everybody, I'm Sean.
1: And I'm Tiff.
0: And today on The Random Division, Season 2, Episode 5, we are talking about...
1: Uh, music of the decade.
0: Yes, music.
1: And Tiff, specifically, you found this
0: uh, very challenging, very well, hard homework.
1: It was it's not just music would of the decade. Would your parents
0: be emailing me about this homework if you were like a middle schooler? No, my parents hard. would be this like, stop complaining hard. and do your homework.
1: <laughs> Don't come out until it's finished. <laughs> My parents had no sympathy for me and working hard. They were like, yeah, you should work harder. You should do bonus points, is what yeah. they would say.
0: You can't have three favorite albums of the year. You have to have five of them.
1: Yeah, which is what I was pouting about about 10 minutes ago. Yeah. So, specifically, we are discussing the five best albums from the last decade. Well,
0: our five favorite. Right. Yep.
1: Okay, well, yeah, we're not- what I perceive to be the five best albums of the last decade. Great. And the issue that I have with this and maybe why I don't make a, an excellent choice for podcast guest on this episode is because I believe that albums have progressively gotten worse in the last decade. Uh-huh. So, I do not believe there are many great albums collected as a collection. Mhm. Um, I think that there are great songs. Okay. And that we are, you know, that those great songs certainly get added to my playlist. But I do not sit and listen to albums completely through when they are, you know, when they come out, when they're released. It's very rare for me to do that. Now, like in the last 10 years, it's been rare. And I looked at my favorite albums, and it turns out that many of, like, essentially after 2015. Nothing good has come out, in my opinion,
0: Huh.
1: as a complete album that I can listen to. I do have some rules about what makes the album great. Okay. Um, so <laughs> in order for an album to be truly fantastic, yeah. I have to be able to sit through each song without skipping ahead to the next song.
0: Yeah. None really? of them? No I can't, skippable songs? I cannot
1: skip any songs. Okay. Uh, without losing the vibe of the album entirely. So if there's just one random song that does not belong and it disrupts the flow, that's not allowed for me. Um, And I need to experience the album without getting so angry at the stupidity of a song that I decide to switch to random mode on Spotify Playlist. So when I... It's. It's. Um,
0: I've never seen you angry listening to a song.
1: Oh uh, well, it usually happens <laughs> in the car when I'm driving ah, by myself.
0: Okay. When you really have to, you're you're really like the song is the only thing you have.
1: Yeah. 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 I mm-hmm. really need the album to be great. Yeah. And it has to tell a story. It has to be a collection. Um, it's similar. You know the episode in How I Met Your Mother, where the limo episode, where they're going to all those New Year's Eve.
0: Yeah, when they pick up fake Moby. When they pick up fake Moby, uh-huh.
1: and Barney has this like mix tape, mix CD that he. Yep. It's called like I don't know his. It's supposed to be like the epic good time list or whatever they, whatever mix he names it, and he says that uh, that a common misperception of is that a good mix has to rise and, like, fall. Mm-hmm. And his mix, he claims, is the best because it's all rise, it's all baby. Rise, yeah. It's all rise. <laughs> Uh, so so yeah so I don't not I don't necessarily need that to be the case but I do need, um, I do need this the songs to be a collection.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah, they need to be cohesive. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That mean that makes yeah. sense. Yeah.
1: But no skippable songs. So that actually narrowed down the list because there are. It turns out as I was going through albums, I was like, oh, I I do have quite a list of favorite albums. The issue is that in order for them to be truly fantastic and you know in my top five Uh I can't skip through them when I listen to them
0: Mm -hmm. okay that's I think that's fair I think I think a lot of people would would categorize a good album as having a flow a cohesiveness and uh, something you can just put on and not have to worry like you could put it on and not be near your phone to skip a song or uh, the CD player, or whatever.
1: Like in the days when, up. I mean, we didn't really grow up with vinyl, technically. It's made a comeback. And, and we have a record player in, a ha- in our house more as like a hipster thing rather than a thing that we grew up with. But I think it's m- very similar to that. Like back when, that's what I mean by, I think albums have, are not as great as they used to be, which makes me sound like grandpa.
0: It does, but this isn't it? Two two weeks in a row.
1: (laughs) This is just saying that like when you came out with this, you used to come out with CDs or tapes or records and there wasn't, you know, I I guess with the CD player, you can skip songs, but the idea was somebody is buying that CD and they're going to sit and listen to all of those songs. It's a collection. Yeah. And now with Spotify, with streaming services, people really, they get hooked on a song and then they might jump around to two or three songs. And I think people are releasing songs ahead of time, ahead of albums. Well, that's uh, always been the case. Right. But it's, that was weird. Yeah. Um, Alexa just turned on. Yeah.
0: I think it's because I said, I don't know. Sometimes she just, she thinks she hears her name. She's getting older. Oh, okay. It's kind of like her. Yes. What? You know, Why you say? I can't hear you from the other side of the apartment.
1: Um, yeah, so I just think that I just think artists are not putting as much into uh, albums as they used to. Like I remember when I used to wait for a CD to release, and I was so thrilled to figure out like how all of the songs tell a complete story. Like Mariah, you Car-
0: sound so old I know. and cranky. I know. Very old and cranky.
1: All right. Well.
0: I do think... That's my get-off-my-lawn that, pitch. That was... Yes. Um, I mean, now that people stream music and you have all of this stuff at your fingertips, and I think singles just as... There are more singles that just live on an album probably now than they did in the past. I think that's... I I would say that's probably fair. And people like Taylor Swift release... I think, I mean... She sometimes she releases like four songs off of an album before anyone hears the album, um, and it they'll get released months in advance. I can't really remember if that was the case in the past when people listened to the radio and that was how music was kind of disseminated. And now I don't I don't know I I don't listen to the radio for music. I don't really listen to the radio for anything other than like the sports like local sports stations. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I I think you're partly right, but I think there's more good music. You could argue there's more good music now than there has ever been because there are so many different ways to find it. I mean, you love Lizzo. Lizzo is not someone who you would ever have found in 2005 or 2000 or 1995. She would have never been discovered. Right? Right. Yeah, I agree. Even someone like Bieber like discovered on YouTube, mm-hmm. yeah, you know? So there's also that side of it where if you're, if you're good enough, you're going to be found on SoundCloud or American Idol or whatever. I mean, I don't know, like the rise of those types of waste for music has at least made it more independent, I think. I'm not in the music world, but <laughs> that's what I would assume you can just put stuff online for free and be found you don't have to stand on a corner and hope people take your cd and stick it in their cd player when they get home like the olden days when people would just you know you'd walk through a street in new york and you'd get like handed cd's
1: i by know people. i was just in new york recently and a guy tried to hand me a cd and i was like what decade is it
0: it happened to me it happened to me this summer a guy stopped me and he handed me the cd and he was like i'm going to sign the cd for you i was like okay oh my god he takes a sharpie out he signs it he gives it to me and then he tells me it's ten dollars and i said i i don't have any money and this, oh god, was this not sounds like the, the beginning deal. of a mug this was not the deal in the transaction just like down by union square and also, you're like I, had, I have
1: no way I to said, play this i was like i
0: have five five dollars <laughs> i gave him the five dollars and he was kind of angry he was like a little bit upset he was like i'll keep it anyways because he, he signed it with my name on it, too. He, like, signed it, and then it was like, to Sean. This
1: is poor salesman. Really
0: bad. But I didn't have, you know, it wasn't my place to tell him.
1: You need to change kind of your weird... code of business. Yeah, I
0: don't know where that CD is now. Because you're right, we don't have, we have, like, we do to play it in the PS, PlayStation 4, maybe? <laughs> is that how we would listen to CDs? No,
1: oh my goodness. I think I... it is
0: how we would in this house. Right, the, I
1: think I think you have that old Bo, Bose clock radio. Oh, my
0: clock radio has a CD player in it too. That's right. Yeah, that's the OG in the house. He's like the oldest piece of technology. <laughs> he is the yeah. oldest
1: piece of technology. Because yeah. even our record player's new.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that Bose is that Bose I had when I started college. That makes it eighteen years old.
1: Ooh, vintage.
0: <sighs> yeah, old school. Um, okay, so before we get to our actual albums, um, I did have a couple topics. Some of we just hit on, but. Outside of albums do you just have any what who were your favorite artists of this decade because if you did listen to a lot of singles, I found that I had artists that I really liked that I, none of their albums really stood out to be on my favorite five but there's definitely artists that I would put on and listen to that I could listen to them for you know an hour or two just bouncing around randomly
1: yeah, um, why don't you start with yours? Oh, okay, so... Your favorite artists.
0: So some of my favorite artists um, of this decade were Vampire Weekend.
1: Yes. Uh huh.
0: They released three albums, um, and I, you know that I listen to them a lot. I love them. I saw them kind of when they were, to use a Barney phrase, you use on the rise
1: <laughs> way
0: back in Cambridge. Um, when they're before their first album even came out, so they kind of just have always had a part of my heart. And Bonnie Vare is another one who yeah. released a bunch of albums, and I could listen to and just put on and um, just like good background music. Um, Carly Rae Jepsen,
1: mm, yeah, she's on my list.
0: She is another one who's just been solid. Dawes, who yeah. we've seen a handful of times in person, in concert. Um, They don't have any albums on my list, but they have like four pretty solid albums that I would listen to. I would argue my favorite album by them is from 2009. Sturgill Simpson Mm -hmm. just released an album and that kind of like melted everyone's brains. Um, Has a bunch of good albums this year, or this decade. Kanye, I'm just listing people. But like people that I've listened to, I think have just been important,
1: definitely to,
0: to like stuff that I've listened to. How about you?
1: Um, for me, it would be Taylor Swift, obviously. Yeah, it would be uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, of mm-hmm. course, which you already mentioned. Um, Maren Morris. Do you know okay. her? Yep. Okay, Casey Musgraves. Yep. Um. I think
0: people are already picking up on a theme of our. Of our, mm-hmm. our music <laughs> split.
1: Yes. Uh, Taylor Swift has to be on here. Lizzo, you already mentioned her, even though she's a newcomer. She's so, new. She's new to the decade. Um, it's hard for me to, like, put her album on my list because of that. But I would say, yeah, Um, Lord, hmm Definitely Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, Took a break there for a little bit, but came back. Mm-hmm. Did you know she had to graduate high school?
0: <laughs> and then, like, try to have some new experiences She's so she can write a new album.
1: Genius child. Yep. Uh, Sarah Barillis and uh, kind of... Musical little,
0: writer, too. That's an interesting... Wow. Yeah. Well,
1: I've just always... I've loved Sarah Barillis since the beginning, since the very first album, since the whole I'm-not-going-to-write-you-love-song a days. I've loved her. Is that uh, her
0: first... Is that, Was that her first album? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Well, what did you think it was?
0: I... For some reason, in my mind, that song is uh, a later single in her in her. Single oh, catalog. maybe
1: it is. Maybe that's. Maybe I'm just being um, focused on my own experience, but I. Oh, that wow. was when I first became aware of oh, her. Oh, okay. okay. I don't really know. You know, I haven't like fact checked on what what her debut song or single oh, was. Oh, okay.
0: You said it like you said it like that was. But I.
1: But yeah, I have. From the start. Well, that song is old.
0: Okay. I
1: mean, that song came out, what, in 2009, maybe? Eight? Really? Okay. When did that come out?
0: Um, As you're looking that up, uh, Arcade Fire is another great band. And then someone we saw this past summer, um, Maggie Rogers.
1: Oh, yeah, Maggie Rogers for sure. But she only has that one, I mean... She doesn't have a lot of uh, stuff to go by. No,
0: she doesn't. But she's someone in the last year that I've, I've listened to a bunch. Um, and then I'm going to give a, a shameless plug because I, I Pig am Penn. a biased. But <laughs> Pigpen Theater Company, if you don't know who they are, you should go listen to all of their stuff. Um, they are my brother's band. And they are also a theater company. And they have a couple albums on Spotify. So look up Pigpen Theater Company as well. Um, I, so, you... "Love
1: Song" came out in two thousand nine. Okay. Um, man, that's that's so, amazing. Yeah, that was pre s for sure. Yeah. And her debut album was. Uh, so yeah, so she came out with an album. It looks like in two thousand five.
0: Right, but that wasn't on anyone's radar. But it wasn't
1: on anyone's radar. Yeah. So I didn't really become aware of her until two thousand nine.
0: Which is fair. Okay. Oh, man, that song. That song feels like. It's not ten years old, but that's amazing.
1: Billie Eilish, she did shows. you say her? Did I didn't say
0: Billie her? Eilish. She's another she's like she's nudie. on the rise.
1: Yep. She's coming.
0: Yep. I heard whispers. I didn't really care to look into it because I don't really care all that much. That she's she might be older than she is saying that she is. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think she's lying Good for about her. her
0: age to be younger than So I think she's saying she she's what is she, like seventeen. 40? She, no, I think she's just I don't know. I think I, I heard I heard this recently. Um, because she performed maybe in the American Music Awards. Um so I see. Anyways,
1: so she might not be seventeen years old. She might be older
0: saying. than what she's saying she is. Not like much older, but maybe gotcha. a little bit older. 'Cause it it does it is a differentiator when you are writing music that's like pretty it, it, right, it, it's like it makes, prodigy-like, yeah, almost. Like yeah. that's it puts like her lord. where lord is, it's, exactly. Yeah. Um, any artists this decade that just kind of were uh, disappointing?
1: Uh, artists of this decade that were disappointing. Yeah, or
0: ones that you would hope that you wished could have been better that actually released music that you know aren't old as hell.
1: Oh, I think that list would be really long, like. Oh. Because everybody, so. I don't know. I guess I just don't get into the the same the popular albums that everyone gets into. So for me, that's a disappointment. It's like, oh, everyone really loves this Drake album. Well, I listened to like two songs; they're really good, uh, but I can't listen to the whole. But is album. there is there
0: someone that you liked before two thousand and ten that is still mm. relevant? I'm asking because I have I have a okay. Maybe you answer. should
1: answer that because I have no idea where you're going with this. I'm I'm coming up blank.
0: I always want to talk about Coldplay for
1: like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I they weren't on. Minutes. I didn't. I only liked their very first album when I was in high school. Parachutes. Was, yeah, that was amazing. the best album ever. And then every Rush blood album to the head is amazing. After that was.
0: How dare you! Rush of blood to the head is amazing as well. I think you might be thinking of Russia of blood to the head as your as the. Was
1: I in high school when that came out?
0: You might have been. Maybe. Yeah, you probably were.
1: Yeah, I. Coldplay in high school was awesome. Coldplay. Yeah,
0: um, they are. They are. They are just this band. They just really. Maybe this is on my mind because they just released an album that I listened to once, and it was like complete garbage. And I, I just out of curiosity went back and looked through all of their albums from this decade, and none of them are any good. I think they released four. And uh, I just wish they would kind of like go back to being. I don't think they ever will. They're just continuing to create this weird music. Chris Martin just goes off in this these weird directions. But I just wanted to. We got some planes going overhead, shaking our apartment. Um. Anyways, that's my. They're my most disappointing band. The fact that they released that many albums and they weren't even a thought in my top five or even in just like bands that I listened to a lot over the course of the decade. I did listen to them a lot, but there were sense, some old stuff.
1: male co- country artists that probably would fit that category for me. Like, um, people, I think there were some male country artists that came out with albums in the last decade that in the early two thousands were, they were awesome, but you know, 2010 on were really Yeah, you know, Kenny Chesney was one of them Toby Keith?
0: Yeah. Well, Chesney just kind of turned into a weird version of Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> yeah. He's just writing like, how many songs about drinking on a beach uh, with a sunset can you write? He, I guess, I'll, a million. <laughs> I guess he's answered the question. Albums and albums worth.
1: Right. Or even um, you know, like, God, Zach Brown band too. I. Found that they, you know, they had a really great debut, and then I wasn't really that into anything that they came out at, with afterward. Um, I'm not. I'm being vague because I only listened to their first album, yeah. and that was it. Uh, but we saw them in concert, and they're fantastic in concert. Yeah, they're very talented. There they're was... really talented. I just like. I just think from like just release, just looking listening to the songs that have come out, I wasn't really. But... Yeah,
0: new stuff's not great. Yeah. Um. So. The other thing that's kind of popped up in our lives this past decade is the fact that we have some different choices around what we listen to. Do you find yourself gravitating more towards podcasts and that type of listening than music? Or do you think, do you find that you listen to as much music as you did before podcasts? I'd say podcasts, I mean they've been around for almost 15 years now, 13 years.
1: Yeah, but I would say for me, podcasts have only been in my life for maybe three or four years. Yeah, right.
0: That's that's where I was uh,
1: going. I don't... I would say it's a 50-50 split, for sure. I listen to podcasts... Well, there are way more co- podcasts out there now.
0: Yeah. So initially, like when Serial
1: came out, when Serial podcast came out, that was what got everyone hooked. And then following that, there there wasn't really anything you know, for a while that I wanted to listen to. So I, I mostly listened to music. Yeah. I would say 2014, 2015, I was mostly listening to music. And I think where it changed was in 2017, there was just so much more content available via podcast. So many different types of shows that you could listen to, um, ways to get different bits of information. There were short podcasts, there were long podcasts, there were episodic, uh, there were serial, there were, you know, it was just there the content kept growing and that made yeah, me more likely to like listen to podcasts I guess yeah
0: more evergreen stuff too like stuff you could listen to at any point that's not time sensitive um right because I think that was like I used to listen I still do I listen to a lot of sports podcasts but some of them if you don't listen to it within like a day or two you're not going to listen to it because
1: it's old news. like it's
0: already old news um So uh, yeah, the just the Spotify wrapped the whole, they wrap up your whole decade and they wrap up your your year as well and like what you listen to and who the artists that you listen to the most and what albums you listen to. And it also broke down how many minutes you listen to music versus podcasts. Mm -hmm. Um, So according to my Spotify, I spent just about, 60% Sixty percent of my time listening to podcasts versus music.
1: Oh well, you. What I'm more fascinated by is that you use Spotify for podcasts.
0: Yeah, it, I I can't
1: stand Spotify for podcasts.
0: So I find it easier on my phone. It organizes them on my phone nicely as far as um, when the, like new ones come out, it puts them. Does in, it pick it, up they're where they're you left chronological off? Chronological order. They they do pick up where I left off. Um, and iTunes, I also felt like. I had ha, I had so many on there that I wasn't listening to. Mm-hmm. That I Spotify was almost this like, this place clean about a slate. year ago that I just had a clean slate and could start from scratch. Um,
1: now you can unsubscribe to a podcast, Sean.
0: I I know, but my iTunes between like on the phone, the podcast well, app you isn't
1: download easy. Them. No, it's not an easy app.
0: It's not a good app, um, and even the computer isn't great, and I, I don't know, so, I also listen to podcasts when I run, That, to
1: me, when I have to do a long run, podcasts tend to keep me entertained longer. Yeah. Than a, just listening to a mix, mix mixtape, or, you know. Yeah,
0: or whatever, a playlist. Yeah. Yeah, so that's probably part of the reason I have more podcast time, too. Um, Okay, you want to get into our favorite five? Yes, I do. Okay. Please start. So you want me to start? Yes. Okay. So we already kind of went over our, our expectations or our ground rules. So my fifth favorite album of this decade, one that I listen to a ton, a band that I like a lot, is Lord Huron,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Lonesome Dreams.
1: Okay. Never heard of it.
0: You've heard of... Lord you've, Huron, you've, yes. You've le- heard of Lord Huron and... It's probably the album I've played the most um often. They are kind of like a are you okay? Yes. Are you sure? I'm just
1: distracted by this lone lonely branch that is It keeps hanging blo- down. Yes, yeah, it didn't yeah. scare you it, when you first I've noticed saw it, uh, it.
0: Yeah, it looks like an arm.
1: It does. Yeah, it, it looks, looks a like a like human arm. arm. Yeah,
0: Tiff keeps looking out the window like there's someone out there. <laughs> there's nobody out there. Um so Lord Lord Huron. It's kind of like westerny set. They have like a I don't I don't want to play anything. Um, well, we
1: can't play anything. Well, we could
0: we could it would be fine. Uh, they have like this western kind of sound. I guess when people go see them live, they all there's they stand kind of across the front of the stage and they're all like black slick back hair, um, kind of look like
1: the steel guitar or any or any of that? Um, not
0: really a steel guitar, but they just have this like kind of western quality sound to them. Um, it's just a good album. The guy's voice is great. I don't really know what else to say, but Lord Huron, Lonesome Dreams, all their stuff is really good. There, they would be a band that I've listened to a ton this decade that I would recommend to anybody. Um, have who they likes...
1: released multiple albums? This yeah, decade? they have
0: three. I think they had three albums that came out this decade. Um, they're busy. They're busy. Yeah, but they, you know, they released one I think in like 2010, and then that gives you the rest of the decade to release two more, you know, right? Um, which then isn't as, yeah. So there are three albums. They've got an album that came out last year. Strange Tales came out in 2015, and Lonesome Dreams came out in 2012. So they've got three albums, um, and they're they're all they're all pretty good, and they're all very different. Uh, very much like you're kind of out in. Wild West kind of sound.
1: Well, on that note, kind of uh, similar to that, maybe not quite the Wild West, but I would say down in the rural South, uh, folk folky kind of sound. Yep. Um, My number five would be Hooray for the Riff Raff. Whoa. Small Town Heroes. Yeah. Which came out in 2014. Yep. Um, There's a couple connections to this band. Number one is that we first saw them performing at a backyard party in Austin, Texas during South by Southwest. Yeah. Um, And we only knew of this because uh, Sean's, your brother was playing uh, the pig pen theater was playing in South by uh, on one of the rotating bar stages. And they somehow convinced us to come to this party, which was like a backyard barbecue
0: um it was very south by southwest.
1: Yeah, it was in this neighborhood. I remember we had to like walk far away from everything in this kind of neighborhoody place and we go to this backyard and there's a stage set up and there's a Jenny's ice cream cart which to anyone yeah, who we doesn't lost know you for about
0: 20 minutes. There. Jenny's
1: to one, one if no one knows who what Jenny's ice cream is, it's a it's a very small at the time it was pretty hyper local. Uh, ice cream brand that was developed in Ohio, which mm-hmm. is where I'm from. So to to see a Jenny's ice cream cart, I was like, yeah. In Texas. In Texas. I was like, well, I got to get everything. One of everything, please. Um, so there was that element to it. But then when we heard the, them play, uh, the lead singer, she has this really interesting voice. It's not like Janis Joplin. It's not like... Um, it's just kind of, it's like a soulful voice, but the music is very folky with like banjo and um, it's just I don't know. It just sounds like something that my grandparents would have played, some yep. old folk music maybe from like Kentucky. Yep. Um, so if you listen to the to, to the album, Small Town Heroes. Uh, the first song, the first two or three songs actually make you feel like it's just that old-time folk she element. she like a
0: Amy Winehouse kind of sound too? She has bit. like a rich voice, it's yeah. like
1: deep and rich. And um, it's a good album to just play... <laughs> either when you're driving in excruciatingly slow traffic and it's raining outside or maybe when you're just quietly lounging at home, you can have this music on in the background. It's really relaxing. Uh, one of the songs that my, I was going to talk about my favorite song on the album. Go for it. Not really talk about it, but just mention it. Yep. So the whole album is very folky, as I said, but then there's a song called the body electric. And when she performs this song live, cause we've seen, um, Hooray for the Riff Raff performed three, tw-
0: twice. Twice. We saw her at the Sinclair as well. So Hooray for the Riff Raff is actually just her.
1: Oh, because she just has like that backup band. And then
0: she has a backup band. So she just calls herself a Hooray for the Riff Raff, but it's not a band. It's just her. Okay. Yeah.
1: That makes sense because if you if you see her perform, it you get that feeling that it's just really her. Yeah, and if
0: you think it's a band, she seems like the most self-absorbed person on the planet because she doesn't really they're almost like hired guns that she that she plays with on a rotating basis yeah it's what it, that's the vibe I got and yeah. that's kind of what I've read about her
1: but the song the body electric is a little bit different and it has this uh, it's sort of a up and a down flow like the the song is really good so if if you want to listen to that album, uh, I would highly recommend starting with the Body Electric if maybe the folkiness isn't really your thing, but you want to give it a listen.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, just to give people a sense of what she sings about, the first song on that album is called Blue Ridge Mountain. And then she's got a song called Good Time Blues, end of the line, like a very Johnny Cash sounding. Uh, yes. The new SF Bay Blues, which is about, a San, like a, it's a San Francisco kind of bluesy song. Um, yeah,
1: they're all yeah, pretty Yeah, she's very bluesy. bluesy.
0: She's great. And she wasn't great at the Sinclair. She was kind of, we brought some friends and I felt, you know, sometimes you bring people to something and we were really excited and she just kind of didn't, she just seemed a little bit off.
1: Yeah, she didn't have the energy. It was almost like she was in a bad mood.
0: She also seemed, it was, I don't know if the timing was like just post-election of Donald Trump yeah, and she was pissed about that entire thing and she decided to, you know... There was a little bit of a soapboxy kind of vibe to her that night, too, which was uh, a little bit funny. Okay, uh, you're number four, because we're going we're gonna to do the snake. So now it's your oh, turn to do four.
1: No. All right, my number four would have to be... I mean, this was tough. I have a very clear one, two, three.
0: Okay, right.
1: But unfortunately, it was really tough for me to narrow down exactly what my five and four would be. Um, so I'm going to have to say... Number four is Hamilton's original Broadway cast recording. It was released in 2015. Um, This checks all the boxes because I listened to every single song because it is an album that literally tells a story. And before I was able to finally see it on Broadway, thank you very much for sending me with my solo ticket because tickets were so expensive. Yeah. i you know i would listen to the entire album trying to get a sense of what i thought the book the screen or the you know what the show was really about and i mean it's just so it's so good and it's so different for a variety of reasons there's a you know this it's it's rap it's B, it's pop kind of um there are phenomenal voices obviously except for lin-manuel who's not that great but Still very enthusiastic and an amazing writer, <laughs> but as a rapper, he's or a singer really. As a as a rapper, he's fantastic. As a singer, eh, not so great. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just it's a it's a fantastic story. I mean, the if you can listen to that album all the way through and not cry at some of the moments when you have Eliza Doolittle. Eliza, Eliza Doolittle? That's not what I meant. Not, Eliza Hamilton. <laughs> That, the way uh, that just rolled off my tongue, like Doolittle, like I'm just thinking of musicals right yeah, now. Yeah, isn't
0: that um, what's her face?
1: What she <laughs> my Fair Lady. My Fair Lady,
0: right? The which
1: I also confuse with Doctor Doolittle, which the guy who plays Henry Higgins in My Fair Lady is plays in the movie Doctor Doolittle.
0: Oh, <sighs> they just have to get you, Tiff. Yeah, confuse you.
1: It was really so. There's just like there are really great songs. You you I made so many. I forced so many people who were not musical people to listen to this album.
0: Uh huh.
1: And I feel badly, but then again, not because it's a really great album, and I think it was something that everyone could enjoy. So it's my number four.
0: Okay, yeah. It's I mean, I would challenge that it is an album. What do you mean? Well, it's it's a musical. It's it's a set of songs from a musical.
1: Yeah, but it was released as an album.
0: Yeah, but there's there's a lot of things that can be released as an album. Oh. I think it's fine. I I. I mean, I, I do I, have I a backup. I struggled with
1: this. I told you.
0: No, it's it's fine. I think. <clears throat> well, I'll tell you what think my backup. Some persnickety people, might say, well, it's not quite an album.
1: Can I give you my backup? Option? Sure. If, yeah. If Hamilton does not. we we'll stretch to six.
0: No, I I qualify it. I just.
1: No, Sean, you already mentioned that the viewers might be questioning it. I want to have a backup.
0: Option. The
1: viewers. I mean the, the listeners. Oh my god, I'm really off my rocker today. I'm so distracted by that stupid branch. What's
0: what's your other option? What was your first for
1: all the viewers slash listeners? um uh, my my number four runner up was Miranda Lambert's Platinum album, and that came out in twenty fourteen. And this album um this was sort of like, it's a really good female empowerment album. I don't know if it's just because she released it after she, I think her, she got divorced around this time. Um, or maybe at least they she separated. I don't know exactly what was going on in her love life, but I don't think she was with Blake Shelton when this album came out. Um, so there's a song called Girls, which is the first song. She has the second song is Platinum, which is kind of this uh, attitude of like, Take me or leave me. Uh, She has the this comic relief song "Gravity is a Bitch," which is really funny. Um, It's just like a really good album to listen to if you're just kind of like if you need a big confidence boost. All right, essentially. So, and I I need to have a female country artist on here because Taylor Swift does not count. Have
0: to have to have 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 someone on there. Okay, my number four is Fleet Foxes.
1: Fleet Foxes. Yes.
0: Helplessness Blues.
1: I don't even know who Fleet Foxes would be.
0: This is amazing. I play these I play these. These two bands in the house a lot. You just don't know who they are. Um, and you don't care to ask.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> um, so these guys are, if you like, great harmonizing and kind of choral. They're very kind of choral sounding. Um, they, I think they recorded this album in a church, um, in like an old church. Um, if it's not this one, it's the, it's the first album that they released in 2008, just called Fleet Foxes. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you, if you're, if you want to, some of my favorite songs of this album are Helplessness Blues, which is the sixth song, the title track is just like kind of, it's sad. <laughs> it's a sad song. Um, but they all tell a story. And they, it's kind of an interesting album because you get a bunch of songs that are like two minutes. And then you have a song that's five minutes right after you got, so they kind of like play around with how long, um, how long their songs are. They, uh, The first two songs at like first eight minutes is Matsuzuma and Bedouin Dress are great songs, uh, but they harmonize. They're very folky, um, very choral kind of sound, and um, Flea Foxes is just really, really across the board, very good. And I, I will play some for you after this, and you'll say, "Oh, I know." Who okay,
1: they are. if you play it while we while we're cooking, then I probably yeah. do remember it.
0: Yeah, uh, my number three, because we're snaking, so it's now my turn again. Okay, uh, is Lord?
1: Okay, which album?
0: Which one do you think? Because you probably have her on here too.
1: The first one, pure heroin.
0: Pure heroin is so. I looked at a lot of, not a lot. I looked at three different best of decade album lists, um, just to kind of like get my blood flowing and figure out what I wanted to do with this list and remind myself of people um, and and groups. And so, Lord popped up on all of those lists, but melodrama is the one. That people put on, not pure heroin. Like, pure heroin didn't show up on anything. Melodrama is awesome. Yeah. You want to talk about like a story being told. Yes. It's just a story of like one night. It's amazing. But pure heroin just has this some of these songs on this I album they're are so, so good. They're, um, so they're like haunting fresh and,
1: and authentic. Yeah. And, yeah. When did they come out? Uh, that was 2013.
0: Yeah. She's so,
1: probably fifteen.
0: Yeah, and it, she was probably when she wrote it because it came out when she was. I think she was seventeen when it was released, and so she was writing some of these songs as like a very young teenager. And I mean, Royals was the was the hit, but if you think about like two thousand thirteen, Lord coming around, and everyone like fawning over Billie Eilish right now, it's like get get out of here, yeah, get out of here. This Lord, I I don't know. I think Lord was better i think pure heroin is better than uh, billy eilish's record tennis court is amazing
1: that yeah i was gonna say buzz cut t-
0: season the fifth song is amazing
1: my favorite is white teeth teens and white teeth teens that song is, is so good yep, yep that song so just because i did include lord it's on my list obviously and pure heroin is the album i chose um my favorite song is white teeth teens but The reason I like that song so much is when it first starts, it sounds so circus-y. It sounds like I don't know how to explain. If you can just think of like circus music in the very beginning, and then it drops this like really bouncy beat and the lyrics are like fantastic. I mean, she's she's a lyrical person. She I'm assuming she's writing all the lyrics to these songs. Yeah. Because it sounds like it's been written by a teenager. Right. It's It's
0: angsty, super
1: angsty, but also very um, observant and sort of self-aware. It's, it's, it's so good. Yeah. So I agree with you. And so you have that ranked as your number three. That is my number
0: three. Um, Yeah, it is. It is awesome. I mean, Lord is great. And I love both of her albums. Um, We saw her in concert maybe a year ago, maybe a little bit more. Or, or maybe yeah. 2 years ago I don't know at the garden and we went with two friends and our one of the friends who's a buddy of mine from college was excited to see who was it wasn't Run the Jewels who was it was it Run the Jewels I think it was, yeah, Run, the it was Run, the Run the Jewels was playing with Lord and we got there like we didn't even get there late but we kind of took our time getting to the garden and we didn't see as much of Run the Jewels as my friend Chris wanted to see um, and, but he was like, after the, after Lord played, he was like, oh, that was, that was great. He had very low expectations for Lord. Um, and she was, she was pretty great on stage and, and this was before, well, this was when melodrama came out. So she got to play both things, but I uh, mean, yeah, it's a great album. I haven't listened to it in a while. Cause I was just, it, it, uh, I had melodrama written down and I thought, wait, no, pure heroin is better. So I'll listen to that this week to it because it's great. Uh, your number three.
1: Well, my number three was also Lord's Pure Heroine. Oh, that's so amazing. That works out.
0: Look at this. This is the first time we've done, this is our third list that we have a crossover and it's the same number.
1: Right. It just simplifies it. Yep. So now do you want to do your number two or should I do my number two? Uh,
0: Yours. Your number two.
1: So I, I say this reluctantly because hmm
0: oh can I guess? It's a Kanye <laughs> album. Is it a Kanye no. album?
1: No. Oh, okay. No. You, just,
0: you, you had the same face on as you did when we were talking about Yeezys a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: I know. I really get mad when Kanye comes out with something good. Um, no, although Kanye, uh, which album was it that I came out in 20? 20... Dark Beautiful, Twisted. Yeah. Fantasy is amazing. It has a great yeah. album. I it almost made the cut, but I just he bugs me. Everyone had it on their
0: list, so I thought I'm not gonna.
1: I'm not. Yeah, he bugs it. me. Yeah. Um. Okay.
0: Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I just I was excited to guess.
1: No, but a similar personality. Okay. Taylor Swift, okay. 1989.
0: That's the one you went with.
1: Which one would you would you have gone with?
0: She's not on my list, but I like Red more.
1: Really, and I
0: can't believe we're sitting here having a conversation about Taylor Swift albums. <laughs>
1: yeah. So okay. Yeah, I like
0: Red. I like Red a lot.
1: I liked Red, but when it comes to playing it all the way through, and it says a lot because this CD, out of all of the CDs and from 2010 to today, this is the only album that I purchased on the CD. I guess you should. I should say that we have vinyl records of some of these albums. Yeah.
0: And you probably have some digital, like maybe you bought a digital. That's true. Like Lords
1: Pure Hair One, we have that on vinyl. Yep. Um, so I bought this CD and I listened, I had to listen to it in my car because we didn't have any way of playing it in the house. Uh-huh. And I would listen to Welcome to New York, which is the very first big song, which then would roll into blank spaces, which then would roll into, I like, I had the uh, soundtrack memorized. The track less memorized, mm-hmm. which I, is I, rare I would, for this time of our, exactly. Our I would lives. listen to every single song. I loved all of, I loved it. I loved the entire album. I mean, to me, it had everything. It had a fight song. It had that bad blood song, which I guess was about Katy Perry. It had the poppiness of Shake It Off. It had, um, you know, Blank Spaces, which is like that sassy. Uh, you know, there's always has to be there always has to be a sassy song about a boy. Um always. Then you know you had like different I mean my favorite song on the album was Out of the Woods. Yeah. I love that jam. <clears throat> That's so good. Yep. But you're right. Red is also really Red good. Is so it's just good. there's a couple songs on Red that I I would skip. Okay. Were there any songs on that album that you would skip?
0: I I mean I can't really I can't really remember. I'm looking at the track list right now. I don't think so. I, I just remember Red it wasn't being an that album into
1: the first song
0: as a was that that was' seven years ago so I was like a 29 year old. <laughs> I remember right. listening to red and, and like just running through the whole I, when I was it came fine out listening I to the whole album
1: right. when it came out, I loved it the newness and I think she it had been a while since she had come out with anything. But I think the song we are never ever getting back together was so overplayed that it made me grow to hate it. okay. I don't know.
0: That's fine. I also hey, there's just a entitled. couple
1: songs on that album that I would always skip over. But that album was great. It had a lot of songs. A lot. It was I mean a long she had album. like nineteen tracks on that album. Yeah,
0: and then the deluxe edition
1: on got Spotify four bonus. has, has
0: twenty two songs. Yeah, and she went so Speak Now came out in two thousand ten and then Red came out in two thousand twelve. Oh, so it's
1: a couple years. So two
0: years. That's kind of been her eighty nine was fourteen reputation was 17 so she's kind of always two or three years she's got a pretty i mean she's like she is the machine i know so she's putting out it she puts out an album she tours for a year she goes back she might write when she's on tour and then puts out her next one um yeah so you so what's your favorite song on uh, 1989 out of the woods out of the woods it's uh, out of the woods always just reminds me of a song that like peter gabriel yes even like a Paul Simon would have written. I know. it's Something from the 80s, yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
1: it's got that uh, beat. So yeah. <laughs> this album too, um, when my when I had my Jeep and it got stolen.
0: Yep, I'm glad I, so, I, you brought this up because I was going <laughs> so to. So
1: because as I had mentioned, I had purchased the CD and would listen to it in the car. Um, I, at, <laughs> Inconveniently, when we were taking a road trip and driving friends down to, I think the Cape, I said like I told everyone to bring their CDs because my car actually had a CD player and um, I remember that this is when my CD player broke with Taylor Swift's 1989 album stuck inside of it. So I like we had no other option. It was just that was the CD. you had. That was the music you had to listen to. You had to listen to 1989 over and over again yep. or you get to listen to really crappy radio. Yep. Um, so when my car got stolen, and also when you would start my car because of this like defect with the CD player, whenever you would start my car, y- y- the ignition would go and then it would be like, welcome to New York. I've been waiting for... It would just like start right that song it. right into it. So you had to like, you had to enter into Judy Jeep with 1989's, that first song playing. Um, so when my car got stolen... And um, was you know drowned. May she rest in peace in the, what is that body of water called?
0: In the Mystic River. In
1: the Mystic River. <laughs>
0: yes. <It was laughs> so many bad omens. Rolled into a little section of the Mystic River.
1: Yes. Um, so
0: story for, for another time. Right. Amazing story. Uh, I,
1: the only <clears> thing that <throat> brought me a little bit of joy was that when these guys were hot wearing my car, that they had to listen to Taylor Swift shouting at them welcome to new york yep and i really hope they enjoyed that cd yep as they were cruising around in my little judy jeep
0: yeah i wonder if that's part of the reason they might have rolled it into the water
1: (laughs) 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 they're like we can't find any other music
0: um all right my number two is chance the rapper coloring book
1: that's a great album
0: it was an, it was a great album it is a great album it's an album I, I've listened to a bunch um, I wanted to I wanted to at least have something on here that was a little bit different than all my other ones because I realize I'm rather pigeonholed in, in the albums that I listen to um, yeah I just really this I, I'm not a big like rap hip-hop. Person as far as putting on a whole album and listening all the way through, like Kendrick Lamar, has a couple great albums, "Pimp a, uh, to Pimp a Butterfly," um, which is good. But it's like I, I just I Kendrick can't Lamar to has it.
1: come out with a lot of albums. Yeah, and I last. and I just
0: there and for certain songs I really like it, but it's definitely an album that I would be jumping through. Chance the Rapper coloring book I could put on, and it's going to be on for a, a good chunk of time because it's kind of long. And I could listen to all of the songs. Um, all Night is amazing. Drinking All Night. We've drink it all night. Drinking yeah. All night. <laughs> yes. It's awesome. Um, yes. I love that one. No problem. Is great. All we got with Kanye at the very start is great. He's got like gospel music in here. Um, I used one of his songs in to for my advisory at this where I used to work. To teach about like how gospel music can be infused into rap, before we had a, an assembly, this assembly. You for, taught
1: this to kids.
0: Yeah, I played. What I, age group? I played um sixth through ninth grade. Played a played a gospel. There was like a kind of a gospel group coming to uh, perform for our upper school, and and uh, so I kind of was like,
1: you, you were like is, gospel could be interesting. Gospel
0: can. This is a, like gospel can be kind of thought about in a lot of different ways and has been used by artists for for uh, to enhance what they're doing and whatever so it's a great album um, all night is my favorite song on there it's like very it's kind of towards the end of the album too so it's like this jolt of energy um, yeah chance rapper is great a lot of people have his other um, acid rap on lists as I was looking through which is his album from 2013 um, but I like coloring book more 2016 go listen to it it's great
1: all right so I guess we're down to my number one number and this one. is where I'm gonna get really Tiffany about it
0: what does that mean it
1: means I can't decide between two. Oh, okay I was going to I was all in on my number one um but then I remembered at the last minute another album that I played a lot all the way through okay so my my first instinct number one album was Hame, Days Are Gone. Yes. This was their debut album. Yeah. And I first discovered this. Um this album came kind of for me out of nowhere. Uh, because this was this was a period of my life when I was taking the commuter train to work. So I didn't really drive. I was typically listening to music on my phone, like through streaming. Um, and the song that like hooked me into the album was that song, My Song 5, which has a really like, kind of a an interesting, like thick beat. And uh, it gives this impression of being sort of like a girl's rock anthem, rather than a song. Um, and then it also has like these lovely harmonies and the harmonies that are in that song. So if you listen to My Song 5, which is totally different from the rest of the album, mm-hmm. but it all fits because they're, these these girls, harmonize beautifully yeah and so when you listen to the beginning of the song you can listen to it to from beginning to end and it really it does tell a story it's sort of uh, a collection of songs that are all meant to go together and be listened to in order i think and uh i don't know it's just i really (laughs) i can't really say much more about it other than um like if you just every single, like if you listen to it in order. I mean, it's, there, are so, there are songs on there that remind me of Fleetwood Mac. And maybe that's why I like it so much. But if you can imagine, if you can listen to my song 5, which is somewhere in the middle of the album, and then listen to a song like um, Honey and I. Uh, Honey and I is similar to uh, the Never Going Back Again from Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. So it's, it's kind of got that same. Yeah. Rhythm yeah to for it. Sure. I agree. Um, but then there are songs like "Days Are Gone" is a song that has like an R and B kind of sound. So even though the songs tend to have like these different sounds to them, where it's like they could almost be coming from any, from 80s, from the 90s, maybe even from the na- from 2000s and so forth, they uh, all sort of complement each other. And it all works together really well. Yes. So, um,
0: there are three sisters, by the way. Yeah, they're yeah. 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 So they, Haim is the last name of the three sisters. Um, it's a, sh- I think on, it's a shortened version. They were on my short list.
1: Yeah, I was going to say I think it's a shortened version of their last name, but
0: no, it's just their last name. Oh. At least that's what it that's what it says on the internet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, wow. they they are they are really good. They were on my short list. <clears throat> um, that's a great album.
1: Such a good. I mean, you could really listen to it. it's similar to Lord's Pure Heroine. I, you could just put that on yeah. and
0: there's some punches in the face in it too. Like yes, kind of lulls you and then there's a, you know get some songs that are like super energetic and they can all belt and they can all harmonize and they can all play. I mean they're just they're really good. Um, yeah, they're fun. I they're a group I'd love to see, me too, in concert. Yeah, um, for sure.
1: And and then the The album that I forgot about,
0: <laughs> it was so great. It really, it <laughs> like actually really was. It. I, know, I think
1: for me, when I was making this list, I was trying to really focus on. I listened to a lot of country music, mm-hmm. and I listened to, uh, and I wanted to make sure the list reflected that. So I have Miranda Lambert on here, because um, I do love Miranda Lambert. But out of nowhere, I think it was in 2013, Casey Musgraves came on the scene. And I really liked her first, I think her album was called uh, Same Trailer, Different Park. I really liked it. There were some songs that I wasn't really that into, but then she came out with this album, Pageant Material, in 2015. And that, I could, I have so many plays on my Spotify for that. I listened to the entire album all the way through, and it tells a story, like the, the title of the album is Pageant Material, and there is a song on the album called Pageant Material. But if you listen to it from the first song to the last, it really does give you this, it paints a picture of life, her life and being a woman in the South, essentially. Um, And there's humor and some of them are sad. Dime
0: Store Cowgirl, right? Is that one of the songs Yes, Dime Store Cowgirl. Um,
1: My favorite song on the album is Late to the Party. So even if you're not a really, it's a really soft, uh, it's a really soft song, but it's really sweet. And essentially the song is about how uh, the, she and her boyfriend are always late to wherever they're going and it's mostly because she's running late and uh-huh. the theme of the song is basically that she doesn't mind being late as long as she's late with her person. With him, right. Yeah, it's right. very sweet and it's very soft. So it's if you're not really a country music person, you should listen to Late to the Party on that album because it's very good and I think it gives you a taste of Casey Musgrave's range.
0: What's the name of her album that just came, not just came out, but was out maybe last year? I think she won a couple of awards for it. I just can't remember the name of the uh, album. Yeah, that's the one right with now. the
1: blue, uh, the Velvet El- kind of- Elvis, I think. She has a couple of good songs on that one. Yeah,
0: that's a good. That's another album I, I like and have listened to all the way through. Um, it's, what is it called? What are you using to look this up?
1: Um, oh, what is it? Because her Christmas album just came out. Golden Hour. Yes, Golden Hour. Golden
0: Hour, yeah. So Golden Hour is another Delta good. Velvet is came on out.
1: that. Space Cowboy. Yep. Um, Rainbow, which a lot of people really like that. Yeah,
0: she performed that at the Grammys last year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a that's another good album. She's great. We saw her. We went to we saw her for free in the Boston Common.
1: Yeah, not that long ago.
0: And four not, years ago. Yeah. Yep, just like summer concert, some radio station had a bunch of artists, country artists play and she was one of them and we like got to sit down and just listen to her do a whole set for yeah. free. It was Best, best free great. concert and yeah, we weren't even that really far good.
1: away. We were like, we probably had better seats there than we would if we got a ticket to one of her concerts now.
0: Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, all right, my favorite album of the decade is by my favorite artist of the decade, as Vampire Weekend. Mm. And they have, I could pick, I could pick from three albums. Um, but my favorite of their three and my favorite of the entire decade is Modern Vampires of the City, which came out in 2013.
1: A lot of good albums came out that year. Yeah. Just noticing as we're talking that a lot of things came out in 2013.
0: Um, Maybe that's maybe that's just a
1: Pre Spotify. Where we were.
0: Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe it's pre Spotify or maybe it's just whatever. Um Unbelievers is a great song. Yahe is a great song. These are um, songs
1: that you've played up in the house? Yeah,
0: and Yahe is a song that Pigpen has covered. Oh, they covered on that. YouTube.
1: Yes. I've it's seen really that covered.
0: Um, yeah, so a very good I just I find that as I'm looking at all my albums, if the first three songs aren't any good, I it's not gonna make the list. Cause every all a lot of my favorite songs and like just ones that are gonna pull you in, like Obvious Bicycle, Unbelievers, and Step as the first three songs, those first eleven minutes, you're gonna be you're gonna be in. I mean, Vampire Weekend is great. I know some people don't like them. I don't really care. Um and then after this album they took took like six years off five years off and just released father of the bride which is another album i've listened to a bunch this year but as far as albums that i liked over the course of the decade modern vampires of the city is my favorite everyone should be listening to vampire weekend they're fun they have two of their guys have a podcast that's great called road taken which is about like life on tour and they interview other artists and it's very interesting and they're both really smart, interesting guys, and uh, yeah, that's my number one. I don't know where else to go. Okay. You gave two number ones.
1: I told you I was very <laughs> indecisive.
0: You went from you went from ten minutes before we started recording having only three, and then and then you <laughs> talked about you talked about seven,
1: six, I think.
0: No, because you had two number fours as well. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, you said, no, you said Hamilton, the I Broadway would, cast recording doesn't it. count. I'm, I'm
0: counting it. I just think some people might not. And I think, I, I mean, I could I could do a list of 20 um, albums. And I would probably, if I did that, rearrange my top five even. But I think these, these, if you're asking me for my definite top five, this is what it is. Anything else? Anything else about music you want to talk about?
1: I don't think so no all right did that's you, fine. I just thought check you were gonna in. have this whole analysis of like who won the Grammys each year no it's
0: exhausting because no one gives a crap about the Grammys I agree I, don't give a, I think they're stupid me too um and there are so many categories in the Grammys that I didn't really I didn't really want to boil it down to just their album of the year choice so I didn't I didn't look into it you also didn't really seem that pumped about doing the one when we did the movie so <laughs> I thought. <laughs> We just, well, no, because we'll it was that you just did more homework music. than I did. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I'm a stay-at-home husband here. i got, I got some time <laughs> to, to do a little bit more research. And so just very quickly before we wrap up, plugs. Tiff, what should people do with our podcast?
1: Rate, like, rate, review, like it. Follow. Follow.
0: Write a review on iTunes, even if you don't listen on iTunes, like, me um you can still go on and just
1: if we can just get 15 us. reviews
0: if you want 15 is that what you're asking people for I think we
1: only have seven
0: we only have two, we have two reviews too. oh
1: my god we, we have eight can we, please star, get...
0: we have eight ratings i just i would take 15 ratings
1: okay fi- seven 15.
0: people if not named just... us
1: if everyone is listening to this podcast right now, all seven of you could just go and... Yeah.
0: You already have it open. You have it open rate somewhere. It.
1: Just click the little star button and give yeah. it a five star. Just
0: open up your Apple uh, podcasts, wherever wherever your Apple podcasts But yeah, are.
1: otherwise you can find us on Instagram at The Random Division.
0: I'm going to make a promise to you, Tiffany and the listeners. Mm. That Instagram is going to be better than it is right now.
1: Oh, you're in charge of it.
0: I know. And I, I've been...
1: We need an intern. I need to give
0: a quick shout out to <laughs> Tim who actually posted like a picture of our of our Instagram e- encouraging people to listen to our podcast and I looked at like the the grid of pictures and it was all just our logo announcing latest podcasts or with audio over over It's the,
1: visually not a good. It's
0: not a great. Instagram. It's not great. And I I will be better. I promise. So just follow us. pictures of me. <laughs> follow us um send us an email if you want the random division pod uh you can find you can find me on facebook just look up my name and uh or you could um also where else can they find us tiff i don't want
1: them to find us anywhere else i just want them to focus on (laughs) the handles we've given them yeah
0: no that's fine that's that's what i'm asking that's all that's all we have everything's (laughs) everything's good
1: don't come a looking bit of a scolding. for us. Don't come looking for us. Sean's giving away all of our personal information. He's telling people to find him on Facebook. I mean, Don't find I'm, him on I'm, Facebook. I'm blocked.
0: They got a friend um, request me.
1: We want to be your friends, but not your best friends.
0: Great. All right. <laughs> we, we've, uh, this, is, this has gone our off the review,
1: cliff. Our review just went down to yeah, three stars. Yeah. Uh,
0: we hope you still like us. And what are we doing next week?
1: Um, Broadway. Musicals.
0: Oh, you're going to have Lindsay on to do Broadway musicals? Yes. Next week? Yes. All right. So next week, we're going to have a guest on, a friend of Tiff's, who is a musical uh, fanatic, just like Tiff is. And More so. they're going to do, yeah, she lives in New York, so she gets to see a ton of stuff and kind of really, really loves it. So she's going to be on, and I'm just going to be here to listen. Yes. Or maybe not even here. You might just be doing it by yourself with, with Lindsay. But we're gonna have a guest on, so I've been I've been booted. I've been, you have off. been booted. Yes. I
1: don't know what else. What other topics that you and I have left to do? Yeah, I don't know what we have left to do at the end of the other.
0: year. Yeah, maybe we'll maybe. Well, we're gonna do like just influential people or stories from yes. the decade. So we were gonna maybe cover we'll that. we do like a, a decade wrap because we're getting close to January first. It's getting real close. Mhm. Real real close. So we gotta we, and then Bachelor starts. On like Bachelor Countdown,
1: I know. I thought we could do like a resol- a new year's resolutions. Um, like I thought we could finish one of the episodes,
0: okay? With just a I mean, yeah, can't do a whole episode. No, we're not doing a whole episode on self help podcast.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, so that's that was something I thought we could do it on our last like our decade wrap up episode, Great. but other than that, yeah, I think that pretty much sums up. That's our um, that's
0: our music that's our syllabus. for the for the decade. That's our syllabus coming up. Uh, Tell your friends, rate, review, subscribe, and we'll talk at you, or Tiff will talk at you, next week.
1: All right, good night.